A Monday morning broadcast, JM in the AM at 23 minutes before 8 o'clock. Well, one of the people that we have not uh, seen in a while because, uh, frankly, <laughs> uh, we have not been to Israel since last January. Can't believe it's over a year, frankly. Uh, a year and three weeks since we've been to the Holy Land. And now, many of you may have heard that uh, that um, the airport in Israel is actually closed. I, I would assume that means completely closed, meaning that you cannot go in or out of Israel through Ben-Gurion Airport. Maybe there are exceptions. I don't know. But anyway, that's one of the reasons, because we haven't been to Israel in a while, it's one of the reasons we haven't seen Naomi Khan in a while. Naomi Khan, who's with us live via telephone, is the director of the Rigavim International Division. This is a big week for Rigavim, as Tu Bishvat week always is, and we'll explain why coming up. And she'll be able to give us uh, an update on some of the things that are happening in Israel. Some of the things that are happening that we're going to hear about, we're not going to be very happy with. But Rigavim is on the front lines, ensuring the responsible, legal, and environmentally friendly use of Israel's national lands. International Division Director of Rigavim, Naomi Khan, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you so much for having me. Nice to speak with you. Uh, do me a favor, and uh, for those who may not remember what Rigavim is doing on a regular basis, give us a quick summary. What is Rigavim all about? Well, for the past 15 years, Rigavim has more or less single-handedly led the battle to protect the most basic and most crucial of all of the Jewish people's resources, and that is the land itself, the land of Israel. What we do is we monitor, we research, we document, and then when necessary, we prosecute every instance of illegal use of the land of Israel. We consider this the ultimate expression of Israeli sovereignty, of Jewish sovereignty in the Jewish homeland, that is who decides who gets the land, who uses it, and how. So we've been at it for 15 years, and we're still at it uh, now. Uh, Bishvat marks, we, we mark our anniversary, the anniversary of our founding every year on Tubishvat, and we release a major report of everything that has been on the agenda for the past year and what's coming up ahead. Um, and when and when you say illegal use of the land, that has, uh, I mean, there could be a lot of ways that people do that, right? I mean, I guess one of the... Uh... Uh, one of the most common ways would be building on land illegally, right? That would be one Correct. category, but Correct. there are many others as and well. The, the, the major focus is, has, has been uh, illegal construction. Um, unfortunately, another major front is illegal agricultural use. The Palestinian Authority, over 10 years ago, launched a, a very systematic plan to take over Yehuda and Shomron, um, and to, they do that by using the land either for illegal construction, building things on uh, places that are under Israeli jurisdiction, or taking advantage of a loophole in the law that is still in effect in Yehuda and Shomron, uh, and using it for agricultural purposes, which under Ottoman land law gives them rights of ownership, more or less, uh, and so both of those types of projects are involved. An additional thing that we monitor and combat is uh, illegal use of land resources, water resources, pollution, uh, those sorts of things, illegal garbage dumping, illegal burning, which is uh, unhealthy for everyone and is also a violation of the law. Um, we also have been very, very active in trying to protect 
archaeological sites all through the land of Israel, particularly in Yudan Shamron, where the Israel Antiquities Authority does not have jurisdiction, and the Palestinian Authority has systematically gone about erasing Jewish history from these sites, allowing or encouraging the destruction of the sites that bear witness to the Jewish connection to the land of Israel. What is the, uh, what is the non-Jewish population of Judea and Samaria, approximately? Oh, that's a wonderful question. No one knows. It's, uh, it ranges anywhere from a number as low as 60,000 to a number as high as 300,000. Know, the, uh, the, the reason I ask is because often we don't, you know, people may say, how could all this be happening right under the nose of Israeli government? How could this be happening if, in fact, Israel is in charge of officially Judea and Samaria? And the answer is that sometimes we, we forget just how large the population is and just how large the land is, and it's almost impossible to, to have an effective jurisdiction, uh, especially when the government is not always enthusiastically you know, uh, helping out, it's hard to supervise the entire Judea and Samaria, correct? Well, it's a combination of things. Uh, I believe that if you show that you are the sovereign, if you show that you're in charge, if you show that you're serious about enforcing the law, then you won't need to be everywhere because that has a deterrent effect. If, on the other hand, you show that you are afraid, you show that you are unsure of yourself, you show that you are not willing to fight against massive pressure exerted by Europeans and uh, all sorts of left-wing non-government organizations, then you've lost the battle before you've begun. So part of what we do is try to empower the government of Israel to show that it has enough public support to stand up to the pressure, uh, and we call for equal application, enforcement of the law as it exists on all sides so that we don't have chaos on the ground. Right. But uh, part of it is, yes, the government can't be everywhere, but what we'd like to do is to make sure that the, the, the law and government policy reflect our values, reflect our sovereignty and our connection to these places, and not give up the fight before it's begun. Naomi Khan is with us. You can go to the website, rigavim.org, rigavim, R-E-G-A-V-I-M.org, and you can donate and help their efforts on that website as well. All right, let's do a couple of things here. First of all, um, I, I saw the press release about what's going on with tree planting. Unfortunately, it wasn't tree planting by Jews. Uh, there's actually tree planting going on uh, on the other side of um, of um, uh, of Judea and Samaria. Explain what's happening uh, with the PA's efforts to plant trees and uh, and lay claim to the land. So as I mentioned, we actually did a very comprehensive study. We called it the Roots of Evil, the English version. Uh, the Palestinian Authority has taken advantage of a loophole in the law that allows you to claim rights to a piece of property no matter how you got there, even if it doesn't belong to you. If you can prove that you use it for agricultural purposes, then you get rights to the land. So the Palestinian Authority has initiated several years ago massive European-funded projects to plant trees in crucial strategic areas, either to choke off Jewish communities, to deny access uh, along highways uh, to and from those communities uh, to the rest of Israel, um, and things like that. They've, they've initiated massive planting in areas that they want to take control of. Very, very simple. So yesterday, on yesterday there was a very large uh, tree planting ceremony that was attended actually also by Palestinian Authority policemen, uh, fully armed, 
And all of this in Area C, in the area of Judea and Samaria that is under full Israeli jurisdiction under international law. So this is a violation of law. The planting itself is a violation of law. The attendance of armed Palestinian police is a violation of the law. And it's all very public. It's posted on on social media. It's covered on on, uh, traditional media. And the Israeli government has done nothing to stop it. So they planted, yesterday they planted, uh, they planted 2,000 olive trees in an, in, on an IDF training ground. Wow. Just, just near the security barrier, um, a stone's throw away from the city of Rosh Ha'ayin. So we're talking about a strategic area. We're talking about uh, an area that is under full, is registered to the state of Israel right. and under full Israeli jurisdiction. And in broad daylight, they marched on there with armed police and uh, planted 2,000 olive trees. Yep. And the state of Israel is asleep at the wheel. On so many things, unfortunately. And the second piece I wanted to bring up was we said to Bishvat, and to Bishvat, you told me, is an opportunity for you to really release sort of like an annual report or a review yes. of some of the things that Regavim is doing. What's included in that? Give me a couple of highlights, aside from the from the trees and the irony of announcing that this week. Uh, give us some of the highlights that are going on that Regavim is involved with on a regular basis. So I'll tell you that Rigovim is active not only in Judea and Samaria, which is essentially what we've been talking about so far this morning. We're all through the land of Israel. That includes the north, the south, uh, and the center of the country. One of the uh, major battles that we have been fighting for almost 15 years is the loss of Israeli sovereignty in the Negev. We are losing the Negev. Rigovim has studied the problem. We are about to release a major 10-year study of the failed projects that the government of Israel has initiated to try to solve the problem, and it's actually only made it worse. Uh, the general, the, the problem is massive and growing, and one of the things that feeds the problem of the loss of the Negev is the practice of polygamy in the Bedouin, cent- Bedouin sector. Rigavim brought this problem to light and essentially um, forced the government of Israel to take a very serious look at what's been going on. Polygamy is against the law in the state of Israel and has been for f- over five decades, for actually longer than that, seven decades, um, but has never been enforced. And the Bedouin community in the Negev is using the lack of enforcement, the lack of law and order, the lack of Israeli resolve to actually enforce its law and its values on everyone who has citizenship uh, against it. The Bedouin population of the Negev is the fastest growing in the world, doubling in size every 15 years. And the state of Israel is essentially fueling this massive population explosion by paying people social benefits and allowing them to take five, six, and seven wives and have dozens and dozens of children who all are being raised on Palestinian Authority propaganda, anti-Israel, and uh, the situation in the Negev is spiraling out of control. So one of our major battles is to regain control of the Negev. That's in the south of the country. In the north of the country, we have been battling illegal construction in the Arab sector. These are to- I'm talking about Israeli Arabs, citizens of the state of Israel, including members of Knesset, who build illegally, who build in nature reserves, who have commandeered state land, who are completely uh, 
blocking the national corridor for interest, infrastructure development with illegal construction. We ha were instrumental in bringing, uh, bringing about legislation called the Kamenetz Law, which finally reduced illegal construction starts in Israel by 50%. And the Arab parties have been battling this legislation, battling to repeal this legislation. So we're very, very active in trying to make sure to protect this legislation from political backdoor repeal um, as a deal to, to be made for political support now that there's so many election cycles coming up. Um, so we're very, very busy with the Kamenetz law. We're busy with the Negev. We're very busy monitoring the situation on the ground in Judea and Samaria. We, we're, we're all over the map, and we're also very involved in the, the archaeology and environmental issues. Uh, all of those you can see in our annual report that will be published. And we're also launching a brand new website, all, all new refurbished website. It will be beautiful, and it will be launched on Tubishvat. So look for us at rigavim.org. You can see the full report. Uh, and sign up for our newsletter uh, to see exactly what's going on every day. Well, people, when people, on the ground. When, people, when people go to the new website, will it be obvious where that report is? Will they see it right away? Absolutely. There's a, uh, you click on the section that says Maps Position Papers. There's another one that says Annual Reports. There'll be a video that shows uh, right on the front page exactly uh, all the regions that we're involved in and all of our successes in the, in the recent weeks. It'll also be uh, a link to our entire legal library. Unfortunately, that's only in Hebrew. We didn't translate. But we spend a very large percentage of our time actually prosecuting cases of illegal construction and abuse uh, in the courts. Uh, we sue the government on a regular basis. We sue the civil administration on a regular basis. We try to force them to uphold the law. And all of those cases are documented. All of the petitions themselves are on, available on our website. And all of the supporting documents, all of the pictures, all of the statements, okay, we got all it. of the affidavits. Naomi Khan is international director, or director of International Division for Rigavim. This is one of those situations, folks, where if we had 10 different guests from Rigavim, you know, like during a show, we would have a different topic for each one. That's how many different things they're involved with legally uh, in terms of observing, in terms of taking action, in terms of taking legal action. It's really amazing all the things they've, they've, they've put under their own umbrella to try to help the future of the state of Israel and the land of Israel. Rigavim is ensuring the responsible, legal, and environmentally friendly use of Israel's national lands. Their new website happens on Tu Bishvat. You'll be able on Tu Bishvat to see in English their full annual report as well at rigavim.org, R-E-G-A-V-I-M.org. We encourage you to donate and help their services and help their uh, cause, uh, help our cause. Their cause is our cause. Help our cause by going to rigavim.org and being generous. And, um, and ironically, this week, Tu Bishvat, they are... Uh, observing and reporting how the um, how the Palestinians are actually planting trees to try to uh, uh, establish for themselves more of the um, historic land of Israel. And they are protecting Israel, they, meaning Regavim, are protecting Israel's resources and preserving Israeli sovereignty with all their activities that they are doing. Uh, Naomi Khan, Director of the International Division of Regavim, I will wish you a happy Tu Bishvat. Continue your amazing work. I know we can go on for hours because... Literally, there are so many different projects and so many different things that Rigavim uh, it, it continues to uh, fight for on a daily basis, on a regular basis. 
Uh, so all I could say is continued success, and I hope that our listeners will take a stronger interest in all your amazing work. Thank you so much. And a very happy Tu More coming up. It's a Monday at JM in the AM. <laughs> 